Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com. This program is sponsored by Larry Dersham. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Live with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined, news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Live with Dr. Wendy. I'm Dr. Wendy Patrick. My co-host is Larry Dersham who is an estate planning attorney, a hearing officer for the County of San Diego, and what will become most relevant tonight, a constitutional law expert. That's right. We're going to talk a little bit about constitutional rights later in the show. But it's time for the headlines with a silver lining, as we say, substance seasoned with salt. This edition of Live with Dr. Wendy is sponsored by Trinity Law School. Learn the law, live the faith. So we are heading into another Memorial Day weekend. Now, we're all thrilled that it's a three-day weekend, don't get me wrong. That's always a blessing. But it's going to look and feel a little differently this weekend, for obvious reasons. But one thing that's not going to change, it's going to be a weekend where where we reflect on the tremendous price that was paid by the brave men and women who gave their lives in service to our country. These are men and women that literally made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. We honor their service, we pay tribute to their lives, and we thank them for their selfless sacrifice. Now, what else? Memorial Day is also the unofficial start of summer. And I don't know about you, but according to the weather reports we've been following, that is exactly what it's going to feel like. Now, that presents somewhat of a conundrum for those that enjoy going to the beach. Because remember, there'll be, of course, plenty of American flags flying, so we're going to have that to look forward to. Ours is already out. But we're not going to see, at least we shouldn't, see the crowds at the beach and the parks that we're used to seeing. Because let's face it, this year, COVID-friendly Memorial Day ideas are few and far between, pun intended. That's right, we're still supposed to socially distance, whether we're inside our house, inside our yard, or outside. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, how do you enforce that? What happens if we don't? Well, we've seen the way it's enforced. Businesses have been getting shut down across the nation when they say, hey, no more masks, no more social distancing. So that's something that you can bet everybody's going to be keeping in mind when we are are having and getting ready to have our Memorial Day celebrations. So assuming people are going to follow the rules, what do you think it's really going to look like? Well, Wendy, I just had a couple ideas. Of course, we still have the stay-at-home order, uh, but you could have, I thought of these ideas, a mini cookout in your backyard, if you have a backyard. Not everybody does. That's a great idea. I would serve uh, hamburgers and hot dogs, uh, potato chips, corn chips, uh, guacamole. Oh my dip. goodness, that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't, do, do we need to wait for a holiday to eat like this? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think we do. But uh, you know, that's that's one thing I would do. Uh, another fun thing to do. We just did this last night. Take a family walk together. I like to do it in the evening or the nighttime. You can kind of see the city lights and so forth. Very nice. Look at the neighborhood. Uh, that's a fun thing. You can order pizza because you can still order takeout, and I love pizza. 
And there's a couple good movie suggestions. This is just my idea. There's a we just saw this last night, and it has a Memorial Day theme. 1917. That is the name of the movie. It is amazing. The cinematography, the storyline behind it is spectacular. Another one I like that's new out, it's called I Still Believe. It's the true life story of Jeremy Kim. Yes. Uh, he's a Christian uh, singer, and uh, it's the struggle he went through uh, with the health concerns of his first wife, uh, but it's very encouraging to people. And this is like one of my favorite. I don't know if everybody has Netflix, but it's Beth, uh, Bethany Hamilton. It's called Unstoppable. She's mm. the lady that lost her arm at age, I think, 16, 15, yes, 16 that's right. to a shark. But she went on to become a world-class, she was a world-class surfer, but she continued that even after that tragic loss. And it's just an amazing movie, surfing the giant waves of uh, both uh, Sunset Beach and Bonsai Pipeline, as well as in Maui. They have a place called Jaws. I love surfing movies, but this has a real good positive storyline. You know, it. and that, that's exactly what people are looking for this weekend is a very good positive story. Those movie suggestions are just fantastic. I want to go back to your food selections for just a minute. We've mentioned hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, pizza. I would probably say French fries, ketchup. I want to also point out that there are actually salad items and vegetables that are incorporated into Memorial Day celebrations because remember the quarantine 15, we should be trying to take that off right about now, shouldn't we? Things are opening up. We could go outside. We can exercise. So maybe we'll incorporate those ideas as well. Um, no, that's great. And I do have to say that regardless of what people eat or drink or what they, where they go, what they watch, it is nice to be able to have that day off for those that have it off uh, and for those that maybe aren't used to having that kind of a day off. Because those people that used to go to parades, I mean, think about it. What would a parade look like? with social distancing. I mean, what is that? You have a, a float go by every couple of minutes. How would you have a marching band? They can't play their instruments through their masks. And what about the patrons? How exactly would we space them out on the sidewalk as they sit and wave their flags? So that may look very differently also along the parade route. And I say that because I already know lots of, lots of cities, and we've been hearing this all across the nation, are in fact going to have parades. So I suppose we'll have to wait till after the fact and see exactly what those look like. But there's more to Memorial Day than the honoring the sacrifice, enjoying the food, watching the movies, going to the beach, whatever you're going to do. There are also a couple of things that can go wrong. So we thought we would bring you some Memorial Day tips. And the first one is this. Don't wish anyone a, quote, happy Memorial Day. Now, at first, that might sound counterintuitive. But why is that so important to remember? Uh, because Memorial Day actually honors uh, the men and women who have fallen in war to protect our precious, precious liberties. And uh, that's the purpose of that. Now, we have another day in November. It's called Veterans Day, and that uh, falls on November 11. And that's the time you honor all veterans. But this one is very particular to veterans that have actually fallen in combat uh, serving our country. Good. I think that's a really good point to bring up because um, Veterans Day, uh, to some extent, and certainly Memorial Day, this is not Christmas or Easter. This isn't about the risen Christ. This is about the fallen. It's very different. But I also have to say it's very human nature to wish people a happy and whatever it is. So, of course, we're going to cut everybody some slack when it comes to that. Um, but one of the other tips as far as uh, Memorial Day goes is we, we want to make sure we keep its importance in mind. Despite the ads 
and the Memorial Day markdowns. This holiday isn't about sales, it's about service and sacrifice. Although it is true, plenty of shoppers are gonna be online mostly, or at least curbside pickup, enjoying some of those markdowns. Because have you noticed that prices seem to have risen during this pandemic? Uh, prices have risen, and it's interesting too that uh, a lot of people are still ordering online, but there seems to be a backup uh, of the online orders. And I don't know if you want to talk about that later in the show, Wendy. Yeah, but, I, think, uh, I think we'll get to that later in the okay. show because um, we're gonna our silver lining tonight is going to be about the resurgence of business. So we'll keep that a cliffhanger for now. Okay. Um, but one of the other things that is really on everybody's mind um, because it's tomorrow is it's Sunday. And we have some conflicting advice about whether or not churches should be open tomorrow. On the one hand, many states, most states, are under some sort of stay-at-home order. Um, that includes California, of course. But then the president came out yesterday in a hastily put-together press conference and said, open them up, back in. Uh, Larry, what are parishioners and churches supposed to take from these mixed messages? They are indeed mixed messages, I was so personally very happy when the president said that. And uh, I wake up this morning, turn on my computer, look at the news. And as of yesterday, the same exact day, in a two-to-one decision in the appeals court of San Francisco, they reject, uh, rejected a request of a San Diego Pentecostal church to put a ban on holding uh, church services. Uh, he, the the uh, pastor claimed that it violated his right to the free exercise of religion and free speech. Uh, but the court held uh, for California saying that they still have to abide by the governor's orders and they are not allowed to meet in person. So I was disappointed personally. That's my opinion. Uh, maybe not, not everybody shares that. Uh, and I think well, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And you know, I, I think we, I think mo I think we share that. And of course we're missing, we're missing church more than anything, especially in, in a time like this, it does seem like an essential service. And obviously we know we can pray straight to the Lord. We all know that, but it's that corporate worship component that many people are missing. Um, and I know parking lot services have become popular where they've been allowed. Um, and there was a great example that was reported today in the New York Times about a, um, a Baptist church that said, come as you are, but stay in your car. <laughs> and the thought behind that was that that is really the ultimate protective gear, where you are literally in a glass container. You can wave, you can honk your horn, you can do what you need to do. So churches are, in fact, um, under uh, still under many of these orders. And people say, well, why should they be treated differently? Um, and of course, people are pointing out, I mean, you sing in church, you're projecting, everybody knows that that's a big part of worship. You're in an enclosed room for more long, for longer than you are at Costco or the grocery store. Um, there's communion, there's, there's hymnals that are passed around, there are offering baskets. Now, all of these can be overcome with proper social distance measures. But that's one of the main things that's being discussed today is do pastors wait till the magic day of, of May 31st? We'll talk about that a little bit after the break. Or is tomorrow the day, even though you have mixed messages from the president on the one hand and the governor of California, as well as many other state governors on the other? And of course, we know that Governor Newsom is working very closely with churches to try to figure out, you know, how soon can they open but of course, he pegged the magic day, not as tomorrow, but as Monday, Memorial Day. So we're going to have to look and see, uh, see what that's going to look like. 
But suffice it to say, it's a Memorial Day weekend with more to talk about than we might have anticipated ahead of time. So after the break, more about churches, the Constitution, and good news for businesses. Stay with us. You're on Live with Dr. Wendy. cycle lowlights have no place here you're listening to headline highlights live with dr wendy on the answer san diego for some it's about prestige power a partnership and corner office the passion isn't for the client's lawsuit but the suits they want to wear for some a career in law is only about money we believe it's more it's a way to make a difference we emphasize a biblical worldview not billable hours we believe justice is when the wrongly convicted go free When an attorney secures the rights of the homeless and the innocent unborn, we stress academic excellence, Christian values. We instill a passion for human rights and religious freedom. So no matter what kind of law you choose to practice, you will do it with an unwavering ethical standard. We are Trinity Law School in Orange County, affordable, accredited by the California Bar, and open to those who've completed 60 units. In associates or bachelors, we offer full tuition scholarships and federal student aid to those who qualify. We also know that you may be considering online education in light of coronavirus. Trinity Law is one of the first California accredited law schools approved to offer a fully online JD. So whether you plan to attend school on campus, 100% online, or a hybrid of both, we have classes to meet your needs. Trinity Law School also offers a fully online Master of Legal Studies degree. If you're not looking to become an attorney but need legal education to advance in your current or future career, With the increase in employers looking for talent with legal knowledge, many people are choosing an MLS over an MBA. This program offers nine tracks such as human resources management, contracts and negotiation, nonprofit organizations, church and ministry management, criminal justice and human rights. The kind of legal professional you become depends on the kind of law school you attend. Become the kind of advocate justice depends on. Text the word JUSTICE to 714-844-7744 to request more information about these programs. That's the word JUSTICE to 714-844-7744. Trinity Law School. Learn the law. Live the faith. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Live with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Live with Dr. Wendy. Thank you for joining us this evening. So we're going to talk a little bit about the silver lining of this point in the pandemic. And as we do that, we're looking at the different types of businesses that are opening up gradually in phases all across the country. And one of those, and I'll call it a business for lack of a a better way to characterize it for purposes of this opening up process, are, of course, places of worship churches, synagogues, mosques, they're opening up slowly and inconsistently as can be across the nation. And I know that this is one that is near and dear to our hearts as Christians, but whatever faith you are, you want to engage in that that precious corporate worship that is such a big part of your life, especially now. So is this going to be an essential service, an essential business? But more importantly, given it's Saturday evening, is that going to happen tomorrow? 
tomorrow, I believe that there will be a number of churches that will hold in-person services. But the uh, this is kind of just in on May 31st. So it's not tomorrow. It's the following Sunday. There are 1,200 pastors and over 3,000 churches in the state of California that have decided that they're going to open up for in-person services. And that is regardless of the blessing of our Governor Newsom. And so I hope they get get this all worked out. Now, President Trump, as we mentioned earlier, uh, characterized churches as essential services. And uh, again, this is going to be an interesting uh, showdown. But I'll tell you, it says, uh, if I could paraphrase Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., churches are just asking our government to abide by what they already committed to on paper. You see, I read somewhere that the government is to make no law prohibiting the free exercise of religion. Somewhere I read the government shall make no law abridging freedom of speech, press, or assembly. In fact, I think I read that in both the U.S. and the California constitutions. I am detecting some sarcasm. Absolutely right. I think I read it too. I think our our listeners have heard it in multiple places. Uh, So one of the issues appears to be not do we open churches? And many churches are saying, look, we're going to follow the law. We're not going to push the envelope. We're going to do what's safe for our congregation. But the discussion is worth having anyway, because think about it. When they do open, what can we do differently? The singing keeps coming up as a problem, as a risk, as a surefire way of spreading the virus. So, I mean, and and that's again, you know, you talk about, well, why can I go to Costco, but not to church? I don't know the last time I heard loud singing in Costco. I probably can't think of the time. And I also don't remember spending an hour and a half in Costco. Um, At least I hope not. So why can't we simply just have those kinds of changes? Um, We don't have to all go up for communion. Maybe they can be prepackaged and they can be passed out. Um, There can be specific places we go to to put the offering. And I have to say, you know, one interesting thing that uh, my sister pointed out to me is uh, when it comes to the offering, most of us, let's say those of us that are, what, under 60, whatever age you want, to, what you want to choose, we give online. So if churches are going to say, well, we, we exist on offerings, the older people that would be doing old school offerings are probably staying at home because they fall into that risk category where it's still not safe for them to venture out, even if people under 65 are out and about. So hopefully most people are giving online if their churches aren't open. But the bottom line is when churches do reopen, don't be surprised to see these very safe and sensible social distance policies put into place. But there are other businesses that are deciding to open as well. And this is somewhat of a surprise. Uh, And we'll call this topic trading places. And no, I'm not talking about the 1983 movie with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, you remember that? I'm talking about pandemic popularity in terms of business models. These are businesses that have literally traded places in terms of their survivability, in terms of their profitability. Think about it. In the last few months, we've seen some companies rise and some fall. Some we never expected to make it are actually thriving. Whereas some that we thought were indestructible have gone belly up. You and I talked about that, the sad death of soup plantation last week. I'm still mourning over that one. Right, me too. The bottom line is who would have seen that coming given the popularity? 
And let me point out that Amazon, who used to be sitting on top of the world, sitting pretty in terms of everything that they had going for it. I mean, we all had that on our speed dial, so to speak. We used to joke about being able to order something on Amazon in less than a couple of seconds if everything was all set up. They've really taken, we won't say a backseat, but they've fallen in popularity given the rise of the Targets, the Walmarts, those that have shown themselves to be fierce competitors. Now, what is on the rise is something I thought died 30 years ago, drive-in movie theaters. Do you remember growing up with those? I do. I Absolutely. Now, some of those are, we still used to see them on the side of the freeway. They used to be swap meets for a while. And then they were just those big white screens at a parking lot overgrown with weeds. And we used to say, I remember those days. Well, guess what? Those days are back, aren't they? They are. And uh, before I, I wanted to mention, uh, talk about that briefly, but going back to the Amazon uh, and their business is going down a little bit. So Amazon now accounts, Wendy, for 34 cents out of every dollar Americans spend online. But that's down from uh, 42 cents from before the outbreak. Uh, so that, meanwhile, Walmart and Target, uh, Walmart's uh, sales have surged 74% and Target sales have surged 141%. And I can only believe that's because they were kind of ready and they had all their distribution uh, channels in place. And I think Amazon was taken by uh, surprise with the pandemic. You know, that's right. You know, businesses don't want to be caught flat footed, especially when everyone was swept up in panic buying. There really were a lot of shortages that I'm sure in retrospect, nobody could have possibly seen coming. But what I did promise a silver lining. So let's get right to that. This might be, ironically, uh, a very good time to consider starting a business. Thankfully, many people are looking at the current need, not what the need might have been in January and February. But what do people need now? Now, I know there's a lot of new jobs being created, and we'll talk about that. I mean, Instacart shoppers, contract tracers, we'll talk more about that. But is there a historical precedent for the reality that sometimes in times of crisis can actually be a golden opportunity for new businesses to begin and to begin to thrive? Absolutely. Uh, one that just came to mind is uh, if the vitamin area. I know when this first came out, people were saying, well, buy zinc. I went to all the health food stores in San Diego and I could not find zinc. Sold out. And I had to go online. I was able to get some zinc online for my wife and I. Uh, That's one example. Did you buy it at Amazon? Uh, No, I got it through another source. point. Okay. (laughs) This is what happens. Got it through another source. Um, But additional businesses, too, that are going to, on the episode, we've talked about this before, are video meeting apps, like, as we all know, Zoom. Uh, That's a huge one. And I think this is a tremendous opportunity, Wendy, for social media platforms to take off. And this is my personal opinion. doesn't represent the station or necessarily even you. I would like to see Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the others have some competition, Right now, I, I know people that are being censored on that, and they're not saying bad or, or, or dangerous things. It's just like they do not like their perspective, and they're literally taking their videos down. I think competition would be good for Facebook. It would be good for Twitter and Instagram 
You know, competition is good for all types of business. And, you know, speaking of, you know, the big names like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, um, past downturns reportedly have produced some very high profile U.S. companies such as Airbnb, Disney General Motors, Slack, Uber, Venmo. I mean, we could go on and on. There is a lot of precedent for the reality that this could actually be a silver lining for many businesses that are trying to figure out what is the current need and how do we meet it the quickest? Right. A couple other things they really have going for them uh, is it's also a time that there may be less competition for resources. They may get uh, better income rates. They may get better loans. They may basically have an opportunity to look at the fact that people need new ways of grocery delivery, new ways to homeschool their kids, get a haircut, and all the kinds of things that I hope people are going to be thinking about over the Memorial weekend as they enjoy their day off, along with celebrating the fallen. So these are all great ideas, and uh, you have plenty of them. Um, And I really hope that our listeners enjoy a wonderful, restful, um, celebratory Memorial weekend, staying both safe and healthy Um, And just a little bit of advice. Don't take all of Larry's food suggestions. There are plenty of healthy alternatives that you can enjoy this Memorial Day as well. And also stay free. Stay free, folks. Stay free, as the constitutional law expert reminds us every week. Stay safe and stay free. Uh, And one of the things we're also going to be talking about um, when you join us next week, um, we teased up a little bit the fact that churches are going to be, uh, at least a lot of pastors have signed on to open on May 31st. And as luck would have it, Our next show is on May 30th, so we may have um, collected some very interesting opinions between now and then, and we're definitely going to be talking about the Constitution um, a lot more then as well. So where faith meets the Constitution, there's always bound to be lively discussion. We hope that you will be a part of it. So we are signing off, but wishing you a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, and we look forward to you being able to join us next week. You are with Larry Dersham and Wendy Patrick on Live with Dr. Wendy. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us for Live with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Live with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Larry Dersham.